like nostalgic movie review from Nerdy Married Man. Welcome to New and Nostalgic Movie Reviews. <laughs> I'm David. And I'm Steven. And today we are uh, doing a special original versus remake episode looking at Jumanji from 1995 uh, versus Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle from 2017. Yes. Uh, the original is rated PG. It's one hour and 44 minutes. For the synopsis, uh, it says, When two kids find and play a magical board game, they release a man trapped in it for decades and a host of dangers that can only be stopped by finishing the game. Uh, In this movie, uh, we got Robin Williams, Kirsten Dunst, Bonnie Hunt, Jonathan Hyde, Bradley Pierce, B.B. Newirth, and David Allen Greer. Uh, is a very well casted movie. Oh yeah, really enjoy these characters. Um, for Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Yes, this movie is PG thirteen, an hour and fifty nine minutes. Like you said, it came out in twenty seventeen. The synopsis for this movie is four teenagers are four teenagers are sucked into a magical video game, and the only way they can escape is to work together to finish the game. Um, this one, we have Dwayne Johnson, Karen Gillum, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, Rhea Starby, uh, Bobby Cannavale, Nick Jonas, Alex Wolf, and a few others. But those are the main cast. Uh, also, a really stacked cast, uh, especially a lot of these people are either coming back and we haven't really seen them a lot lately, or they're really big, big names like Karen Gillum. I didn't recognize at first. Didn't realize it was Nebula the first time I watched this. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then, of course, we always love Jack Black and almost everything he's in. He's not enough. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, these movies are just both so good, uh, but they're also they're so different from each other. Uh Like it, we kind of mentioned it at the end of the last episode, uh, but uh, Welcome to the Jungle is not only a remake, but it's also like a reboot and it's also like a direct sequel. Yes. Cause it, it, it's actually so cool because it starts off right where the original left off, which I found so well, awesome. <laughs> almost it almost did. Cause like at the end of the first one, I believe it's 1995 and then it looks like two girls are picking up the game at the end of the... Well, they they don't pick it up. It shows people walking on the beach towards the game. Oh, okay. But then we see the game appear back in 1996 at the beginning of the new one. Yeah. So which... there, there's a year span where either someone else may have played the game or didn't play the game at all. Well, I mean, it's in the same like spot basically yeah i mean in the in the new one it's it's still in that sand kind of sticking out of the beach and i mean it looks like the sand kind of got blown away a little bit it's sticking more out of the ground but it it almost seems like it's supposed to be like right where the original left off like a nice callback almost the same amount of time jump in the movies too because the first one jumps 26 years and this uh the second one actually jumps up 20 years 20 years yeah so it's got a both 20 year jump in people being trapped in the game. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's, it's really cool seeing how they tie that in and, you know, they both break someone out of the game that got stuck in there. And I also just like one of the nods I really loved to the original is there's that, uh, like fort or whatever that is built in the new movie Yeah, that, uh, Nick Jonas's character is saying at. Yeah. 
And I love it because carved in it, it says Alan Parrish was here. Mm -hmm. And like, that's so awesome. And that's like, honestly, one of the few things they do to touch on the first one. This movie does really good about not just showing a bunch of things for nostalgic reasons. It's a good standalone movie that you don't have to watch the original to enjoy. Yes. And it's also just not vomiting nostalgia in your face. Like Steven was just saying, like it's not up in your face about it. It has nice little nods here and there, like certain story beats that kind of make callbacks to the original. And it's just, it's really well done. This is how you should incorporate nostalgia. The only other thing that they, I think that they put in it that was also attached to the original was at the end of the second or the yeah the end of the second movie Welcome to the Jungle when he puts the gem in at the end of the movie and says Jumanji and you it like uh, the camera goes back and spans out it shows the whole jungle the whole jungle is laid out exactly like the game board well the and, original is laid out uh, on top of that um all of the giant animal statues that are in the movie are modeled after the game pieces yep. from the board game and um oh, there was one other that I was going to say, and I can't remember now, <laughs> but maybe you'll think about it later. Yeah. But um, I, I love, there was a lot of connections to these and a lot of similarities between the movies, but they also did it in such a unique and different way. And I love that aspect of the remake. Instead of just doing the same game and the same board game again, having the board game almost be a sentient being that actually traps these people and wants to get people to play these games and I don't know if it's a good being or a bad being. It seems like he's trying to help these people. Like, I mean, you could get trapped in the game and you could actually die. But to the same extent, everyone, spoiler alert, everyone does survive in these move, in these games. So I do like how the game like adapts with the times, how it turns from a board game to a video game yeah. cartridge. So cool. And now I remember one of the things that is almost like a callback to the original is the way they suck like get sucked into the game how their hands start like turning into particles and streamy and like they spin into the game as like wisps and it's almost the same exact animation just updated which honestly like it looks good in both movies like i was surprised Mm -hmm. watching back the 1999 jumanji again and seeing like oh the the graphics and stuff for some of the things in that movie were actually like really good oh yeah like, like them getting dragged into the game well like looking at the original now i mean the cg and like the puppet work and stuff, it does look a little dated, but it still looks really good. And mm-hmm. I mean, even for the time, like 1995, that was amazing effects. Oh yeah, I still yeah creeped out by the spiders. Like I I can tell they look more fake than I could back in the day, but they still freaked me out watching it again. Like well, I just I'm not a fan of spiders. Oh, well, and I also love the puppet work of the lion. Like oh, it just looks seriously. so cool. The way they have all the different like are like movements of the mouth and the eyes and the, the claws mm-hmm. and it's so well done oh yeah yeah this both these movies are both incredible in their own ways um i think these movies one of the things that i just absolutely loved was having the actors in the new one play as they were these kids in their bodies oh it's so good it was the most brilliant thing they could have done to make it different and interesting without changing the story at all. Yeah. And it honestly made a lot of what this movie is. Without that aspect of this, this wouldn't be as good. And as far as like a video game style movie, like a game about video games, this is one of the best. <laughs> one, I think I saw an interview somewhere where each 
respective actor uh, hung out with the teenage version they were supposed to be. So they kind of could get their mannerisms down in the way they acted. And it's just so cool. Especially and, Jack Black's performance as Bethany. Oh my gosh. Over the top in all the best ways. <laughs> like seriously, like especially uh, Jack Black looking down and being like, oh, I have to pee. Oh, I have a penis this time. I've never had a penis. What do penises feel what like? What do I do? What do I do? And then try to teach her how to pee. And oh, it's just so funny. And there's even a boner reference with her later on. <laughs> Oh, she she hugs Nick Jonas. <laughs> she gets a boner from saving his life. And I was just like, oh my god! But it's just it's so spectacular. It's it's so funny in every way, and I really just I loved that. Like them picking their characters blind just by the name, like you would in a lot of old games, and then seeing what the characters looked like. It was so funny them the, their reasonings for picking these characters, and then be like, what? What? It was really creative. Uh, I, I like uh, both movies have fairly simple stories, but they're like really engaging and they, they know how to draw you in. Like it's not like super deep or anything, but no. um, one thing I will say about the original, um, I know in some of our past reviews, I've talked about uh, child actors and in the original Jumanji, they really picked some great child actors. Oh, like yeah. they, they did such a good job in their roles and you could tell they... I don't know, it, like, they cared about it. it was, they had a good time. Well, and it's really cool, because uh, actually, like, the like, the kid who voices Peter, or the kid who was Peter in the original, he actually voices Chip from Beauty and the Beast. He's actually been doing a lot of, like, other acting and other voice work and other things before a lot of this. And so, like, I was like, oh, that's really cool. And so, like, he was actually, like, that's probably why he was so good at... Good for him. ...his performance and stuff like that. And Kirsten Dunst in this was... Really awesome too. Like, this is really young Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah. I will say about the original movie, um, it did have a few slow moving points. I think that wasn't necessarily terrible, uh, mainly because of the tone of the movie. Yeah, and that like I, I see this as both a po- both a positive and a negative. And uh, Dana agreed with me that. It seemed more like a horror movie at points mm-hmm. than it probably should have. Um, which Dana was like, you know what? This might be a good intro movie to scary movies if uh, you want to get kids into those. But I honestly agree with that. It seemed more like a horror movie than a kid's movie at some points. Like it was just terrifying. I remember watching this as a kid and I'm, it's a scary movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, Van Pelt's scary. The spiders are scary. The crocodiles are scary. Like everything in this movie is like, terrifying like in in the new one all the things they face are kind of funny in the way they face them like when they they get eaten by the hippo they get three lives in this one so the lives don't matter as much and they even are kind of frivolous with it at first until they all get down to the last life well it just shows the different tone like this movie's more the new one is more lighthearted and funny and the original does have some lighthearted moments, but it it's it really takes serious, it yeah. seriously and what the dangers the game brings to their world. Yeah, and like when you're talking about like some of the slower moments that are good, like one of the slow moments that I really enjoyed was when Alan gets out of the game, uh, Robin Williams' character, and he goes to the bathroom for the first time. He sees toilet paper, and you see him smile, and he says, "No more banana leaves." 
<laughs> and it's just that one thing. It's like you really don't realize, like if you're trapped in a jungle for 26 years, that the subtle, tiny little thing of just having toilet paper again is like, yes. Well, I, with with that, like some of the story gave so many feels, and mainly like it's showing. Alan Parrish coming back into the world and seeing that things are completely different. Like his house has new people living with it. And then when he goes to find his parents and he finally leads it to the graveyard and his parents are, there's their headstone. And I was like, so heartbroken. Like, Oh man. Well, and I, it kind of did do the disembodied person inside somebody else because in the original Jack Black, because he went into the jungle at such a young age, he still is very childlike in the way he acts and the way he talks. You mean uh, Robin Williams? Yeah. What did I say? You said Jack, Jack Black. Why did I say Jack Black? <laughs> Robin Williams <laughs> uh, definitely acts like a kid in a lot of the circumstances. And he oh, still yeah. has very childish mentality towards a lot of things. Oh, I love when they go to drive the car and he's like, I've never done this before. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it's, it's so many things like that. Um, one of the things that was a little weird in the original was... Peter pulling the home alone kind of shit in the store with him, like putting the tanks, the oxygen tanks with the dumbbells to create a trap with the boat to hit Van Pelt. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, what kind of genius ass kid is this kid? Like what? Who thinks that at such a young age, (laughs) especially when you're being shot at and trying to, which, hey, it's a good thing that Van Pelt can't aim, even though he's a trained hunter. It did seem a little weird in the first one, especially, that the game seemed to always keep wanting to steal the game away from them. Yeah, the, the game wanted them trapped so it could keep causing havoc, almost. Yeah. Like, it was weird. It's like, why are you doing that? And I did like that both games started with the same opening message. Oh, yeah, that's true. And they read it aloud. And, and one of the things I really loved is uh, at the beginning of the original one um sarah says the the pieces when they move on their own they're like oh it must be uh magnets magnets." and then in the 90s one they're like oh it must be microchipped or something oh in the new one (laughs) or i guess no when judy uh sees it in the 90s she says it's microchipped so i love that like when they play it two different times they both talk about different things because of the different time periods like oh it's magnets oh it's microchips (laughs) And I, yeah, there's just so many different unique things. I love when the, the the monkeys see the flying monkeys and the Wizard of Oz playing on the <laughs> screens on the TVs. That was pretty great. Um, the bla- the plant grabbing the cop car always reminded me of a uh, uh, Little Shop of Horrors, like feed me Seymour, like the plants that were always <laughs> trying to eat <laughs> the kids. So I was like, oh jeez. I will say that the sense of adventure in the original movie is top notch. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, with the new movie, I, I really like uh, the way that game kind of interacts. And, like, when the the game starts acting up and they're like, well, it must be, like, bugged or it must be broken or something. Let me look at it. <laughs> yeah, so much of that is just really interesting. Um, I will say the main uh, character in the remake, uh, I really love his – how he's, like, a video game nerd and – how he plans ahead by saying his moves out loud. Yes. And then it calls, uh, like it calls back later in the movie when uh, Dwayne, he's in Dwayne's body and he's doing all the uppercuts and stuff. And he's yelling out the moves out loud. And- uppercut. Okay. 
throw the wall or <laughs> throw at the wall. <laughs> well, and like I said, like some of the different things and uh, I love like the cutscenes that this had and other gaming lingo with NPCs and him like being the only gamer describing to everybody oh, yeah. what all these things mean. Wait, what's happening? Oh, it must be a cutscene. He's happening <laughs> at the beginning of the game sometimes. Or Oh, you know what? He must be an NPC. He must have only a limited set of dialogue options. <laughs> and then talking about like funny lines and stuff in this movie. Again, talking about like uh, when Bethany finds out that she has a penis and she's looking at it. She's like, I literally have a penis attached to my body right now. Martha, come look at my penis. <laughs> and she's like, no, thanks. She's like, the fact that I'm not Instagramming this right now is crazy. <laughs> 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 and I love the different types of people they brought into the game too. Um, having the football player, the really popular chick, the chick that nobody really talks to that's kind of shy but also kind of abrasive, and then they just the random nerdy kid. The little nerdy kid. And them being almost in like the exact opposite of their bodies types. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like perfectly. It, it, it works really well for them. And I. I I say it en- I can't say it enough. This is some of the best I've seen of some of these actors. I think this is one of Dwayne the Rock Johnson's best movies, especially for acting purposes wise. Besides, I think Fast Five. I don't think I they know another movie that I think The Rock is as good or better than than this movie. I could think of a few movies I really like him in, but I, I definitely think this is pretty top notch for him. This did kick off. Uh, Kind of the Dwayne Johnson run of movies where he's in a jungle wearing, you know, a brown jungle suit the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's in like five. Uh, Journey to the Sin of the Earth, one and two, and Escape to Witch Mountain, and a couple others that were all around the same time. Yeah, oh, was... Uh, he was in Rampage as well. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. But, yeah. Uh, and think, also kicked off him and Kevin Hart's run together too. Yeah. I think they have great chemistry together in inside the movie and outside the movie. It's really cool watching them interact. Um, But I I really enjoyed the way they were in this movie. Uh, One thing I will say uh, about the new one is where the original one kind of, you know, took its time getting to places. um, This new one kind of feels rushed at points. Like things move so quickly throughout this movie uh, before I knew it, the movie was over, which I mean, isn't necessarily a bad thing, but. And it's one of those movies where like a lot of people are like wanting to give up or really scared. And then it just takes one speech to turn their mind around instantly. But everything just rushes point to point. And mm-hmm. it, I mean, I kind of get it because they are in a video game and they're trying to show how moving from level to level can move fairly quickly. And it changes scenery quite fast. Yeah. But at the same time, like the movie does kind of just, you get some whiplash with how fast this movie goes. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed uh, Karen Gillan's character doing the dance fighting. That was so much Um, fun. The negative about it is uh, the damn song got stuck in my head for like two days. It's a good song, but just for two days, I'm sitting there humming it. Man. Ooh, baby, I love the way. Yep. Empty. (laughs) <laughs> and thank you. I just had that out of my head. And it's back. Um, this has the worst first first kiss in a movie I've seen in a long time. In the new one. Oh, really? When The Rock and uh, Karen Gillan kiss as... Uh, oh, my gosh. And they're just like 
open mouth like they've never even seen a kiss before <laughs> and then when they get to the real world and they first have their first kiss in the real world it's a perfect kiss exactly perfect like everything you'd ever dream for in a kiss and i'm like okay how did you go from that to that in just one kiss? practiced in Plus, the game you know no. <laughs> secondly this also i made fun of it in a knight's tale and i told you that a lot of movies have this trope of the 360 kiss cam this had the 360 kiss scene. <laughs> and I was like, ah, there it is again. There it is. Um, now, I I was asking uh, my wife about the, the new movie as well and how she said the original movie, you know, it's, it's almost scary and it's, it seems kind of hard to get into it. She said that this new movie almost seems easier to get immersed into the story and it's more fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, to be fair... She had not seen the original before. Oh. So she saw this new one first. She only saw the original with me a few days ago when I watched it for the podcast. So she's like, you know, maybe if I did see it growing up, I would think differently. But she definitely enjoys the new one better. And she thought it was easier to get into the movie. And the old one was still good, but it, it was slower moving. Yeah. Well, and the implications of... The especially the first one compared to the second one of the time travel is a little different too because in the first one then when they complete the game they go back to when Alan was first playing the game and it's back to his childhood and then it's really interesting because they actually have like a Christmas party and they end up Alan ends up hiring their the kids parents to work for him mm-hmm. and the parents and they're like oh when can you start working right away. And this is something I never caught until this time watching it before. But the parents are like, oh, we were thinking it's a, before starting work that we'd go to uh, Denver and we'd go skiing. And they both scream, no, really loud. And the whole party like gets quiet for a second. And I never understood why. But their parents died in a car accident in Denver in the original on the, timeline. On their skiing trip. On their skiing were- <laughs> trip. And so they actually changed the timeline his father was still alive. The kids' parents were still alive. The kids didn't end up ever living with their aunt and getting the house. Like, this game, but it being, like, a sentient being, also, like, changes timelines. Interesting. And I was like, that's so interesting. And, like, the same thing with the new one, um, when the uh, Nick Jonas's character goes back in time, and when they go to his house to see the freak houses in a rundown place with a crazy old guy in it, now it's a lovely house with uh, Tom Hanks' son playing Nick Jonas's character as an adult. Yeah. And he goes up and he sees everyone right away. And he's like, oh, you must be the four from the game. <laughs> and he remembers exactly their names and everything. I mean, he probably would because it was a traumatic experience. Yeah, right. Especially because he was trapped there for 20 years. Yeah. And he probably would remember that Bethany. Like, And I love that he instantly knew, like, you're Bethany, aren't you? Just probably because of the way that she was looking at him. And he's like, I named my daughter Bethany. And I was like, and it completely changes the timeline again. And I was like, that's so crazy that the saying is like a sentient being, but also changes timelines. <laughs> I also, I, I do love the idea that after beating the game, uh, it resets to the point that you got stuck in the game. Yeah. So it's cool watching those characters go back 
you know, the 20 years or the 26 years. And then the, you know, current time kids go back right before they got stuck in the game. So yeah, I, I really liked that concept. Um, I also like, there's a couple of questions ahead. Why is it only kids can hear the drums and only certain people? Cause like at the construction site in the first one, no one hears it except for Alan. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then the other kids and their aunt doesn't hear it. Yeah. I feel like the game is like, it's not necessarily the kids, only kids can hear it. Um, I feel like the game is calling out to certain people. Yeah, I think it is too. It's it's interesting though, like why? <laughs> well, I, I love some of the things in this uh, funny joke with this, that Alan living in the jungle by himself is equivalent to Gohan and Dragon Ball Z being left to survive by Piccolo for his first training. It's a DBZ reference. If you don't get it, you don't get it. But And then I also like kind of laughed um, at one point. Uh, Sarah in the original says that she had to spend 2,000 hours of therapy to uh, deal with the trauma of seeing him get sucked into the game and no one believing her. Oh, man. And then everyone telling her that he was killed by his father and sliced into pieces and hid (laughs) through the house or whatever. And so I kind of like looked up. I was like, all right, so 2,000 hours. That's 33 and a third days. And at the lowest average cost of I saw about probably sixty five dollars an hour for about that time frame for physical or for therapy and <laughs> psychiatric work. It comes out to a total of like one hundred thirty thousand dollars she spent on therapy. Rough. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jesus, that poor woman. Uh, I kind of wanted like one of the things that I thought would have been funny is I wanted to see more of this. I really liked the having the perspective of the cop randomly throughout the day. <laughs> seeing all of this stuff like, like did a monkey just steal my car <laughs> and i almost want to see like a whole like maybe like a short movie or something of just things that he would have seen throughout the entire day a, a day in the life of that cop what <laughs> <Yeah>. happened <laughs> like because that was seriously it was so funny just him just randomly like what is happening okay there goes my car <laughs> there goes my motorcycle poor guy uh, it's just so ridiculous. Sees this kid that he used to know back in the day that made him lose his job 26 years ago. <laughs> Rough. Yeah. But I don't. Do you have any other thoughts on these uh, movies? I kind of laugh that these are. Uh, they both end as Christmas movies. Well, that's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. And we're doing this in the month of December. <laughs> Well, here you go. Uh, or at least recording in the month of December. <laughs> confirmed Jumanji Christmas movie. There we go. <laughs> so uh, thank you for joining us. Um, that was original remake of Jumanji. Yes. Uh, check them out. They are, uh, I think, between HBO Max and you could probably check them out on uh, any like rental, like yeah. Amazon or something. And Vudu, you can rent them on and stuff like that. Uh, do you have a preference of which one you like better? Which one do I like better? Nostalgia wants me to say the original because I just, uh, I love Robin Williams and it's just such a cool movie and a great concept. And I don't know. I really enjoyed playing the board game as a kid as well, but I, do I have a favorite? I I really like the remake too. I'd probably say I like the new one better, um, but by like a slim margin, like, it's not much more, but I, I do think I like yeah. the the new one better. I, I think I kind of have to agree. And it's things like kind of like what your wife said, it's this one's really easy to get into. It's just 
really hilarious of a movie and I kind of like the video game aspects of it and the way they did that was extremely well. Oh I, yeah. Especially for like older style video games like this is exactly how older style video games were. And I just love that aspect of it so much and the way that these people acted in this movie is so incredible. Like I I'm not saying that the original actors were bad because they were incredible too, but it's just two completely different movies with two completely different feels. And I think rewatchability, the new one has a lot more rewatchability, but they're both fantastic movies. But I think I have to agree that the one I will watch over and over and over again is probably the new one. That's completely fair. I really, they're such good movies. They really are. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Join us next week. The next two episodes are going to be special episodes. We are yes. doing some more uh, wife pick episodes. Yes. Next week is uh, my wife picked How to Train Your Dragon. Yes. And this time we are looking at movies that our wives find special to them for some reason. So we will be uh, letting you guys know why they picked those yeah. movies as well next time. Exactly. So join us next week for How to Train Your Dragon. Bye. Bye-bye.